This podcast is brought to you by OnTrack Studio. Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of Drink More Water. I'm so glad to be here. Do you know, Riley always gets in before me to do the intro, so I leaped as soon as I saw the light on saying we were recording. In our studio, Soph, our producer Soph, pops on the light in the room so we know that the recording started. And I kid you not, the <laughs> second that thing went, hey guys, welcome back to your I have to get in because you always you always beat me to it. I do. I'm pretty speedy. <laughs> but I was going to actually start the episode because I typically start <laughs> with one deep breath because, oh, my God. <laughs> We're here. I hope you all did that with us. Yeah, guys. I'm so sick of starting the episode and saying we're in a mood, <laughs> but we are in a mood every single time. And we've just actually recorded last, no, it would have been like two weeks episode ago yeah. now, interview with Soph, yeah. Alan. So many Sophs. <laughs> yeah. So if you listen to that episode, you would know that we end that in a mood. In a mood. So now we're starting the, the new one in, in a, a mood. mood. Shall we get into the habit of describing... A, the mood, and two, rating the mood. Yes. I'd like to you to okay. go first. Thank you. So I would say the mood okay. is, the mood is, we've been busy. Yeah. Haven't seen each other in a week. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> so good to see you. So good to And then a little bit excited about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And also like day one period, but we're, we're still thriving. Yes. Mm. Um, would I, I would it? rate it, honestly, a nine. Yeah, I'd rate it. Honestly, a 10. Like, I was trying to find something to fault yeah. it, but I couldn't really. Food. Yeah, I'm a bit Would hungry. elevate the mood. <laughs> I am a bit peckish, if I'm honest. So, I'll, I'll give it a 9.2. I'm not hangry yet. I'm, like, funny hungry. Yes, me too. <gasps> the stages of hunger. I wonder we could unpack that one day. It's almost like the stage stages of, like, grief. Mm. You know? Yeah. You know, you, you're in denial. Like, I'm not that hungry. Like, I can <laughs> wait a bit. <laughs> and then it's finally the acceptance. Yeah. This is so true. Yeah, but we're not saying. But we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. Probably by the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go through them all. <laughs> but highs and lows, you can start. Highs and lows, I can start. Okay. Putting in the spot here. Yep. I got done first. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to start with my low for the week. I <laughs> Why are you looking like that? Oh, I just think lows have been the theme of the week. Yeah, me too. I'll this... start off with lows because I've got a lot. <laughs> yeah. I've got about three or four. No. It's just, I was even saying this like midway through last week. Mm. I was like, this week feels like it's been like a month. Don't mm-hmm. you think? Absolutely. Last week was just such a long week. And now I'm like, oh, it's already Wednesday of this week. Like, I don't really know how that happened. But there was just so many things that went wrong last week. Yeah. That I think it just made it feel like such a long week. Anyway, there was, as I've said, like, I feel like I sound like a broken record. I launched water bottles. We love to see We love it. them. <laughs> um, but there has been a bit of a shit show trying to organize shipping, mm. getting them out to you all. And I'm so grateful that so many people wanted to buy them and have bought them. Yeah. Because that's just so, so incredible. It is. And they are incredible. Thank you. So, you know. But I've just been 
just head down bum up mm. trying to pack them all because it's you know I do it all myself I have a bit of help from Sam occasionally when he decides he wants to um <laughs> no but I do it you know all by myself I'm just packing it all pricking off pricking <laughs> printing off sticker labels putting mm. it on and then this whole week I was like I'm gonna get a pickup truck to come and pick them all up love yes. this because that's a huge job in itself. Huge job in itself. Mm. Like going to the post office and like sending them all off. You and know stuff. what? I want you to talk us quickly through. Okay. Point A to point B. B being they're shipped. They're shipped. Talk okay. me through one water bottle's journey. Okay. So currently, this well, they're all sitting in my um, garage. Yes. But we'll talk about this one water bottle's journey. Yeah. Okay. Riley's water bottle. Right. Well, <laughs> yours was mine had a different you. journey. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say <clears throat> Tamara's okay water bottle, her journey. Yeah. So it starts off in my garage. I pick it out of the box, make sure everything's okay on it. I'll open it up, just make sure there's no faults. Then I'll take it on in to my packing area, which has actually become the lounge room. <laughs> so then I can like watch TV while I do it. Yeah, love that. So I wrap it in like some sort of tissue paper or like hex wrap, which is like basically like bubble wrap but like environmentally friendly version mm, of it yeah put a sticker on it i have a little thank you card Love. that also comes with a bit of a discount if you want to do another order Love. so i'll pop that in and then i pop it in a mailer bag mm-hmm. and then i'll go onto my laptop i can then see the order so i have to click it and then the sticker label comes up on my laptop i have to print that off peel it sign it mm. and put it on this the parcel mm. then that parcel is ready to go mm. so before la- the end of last week, I thought that a pickup truck could come to my house, like I could organize it, they could take like a hundred at a time or something like that, drive yeah. on off. But I've since then, re- you know, learned that pickup trucks apparently don't come to my area. I say in quotation marks because I see them, but on my post- <laughs> You hardly live somewhere. No, like I'm in a pretty- Pretty central. Yeah, pretty central. And oh, yeah, there's just been, there's just a lot and- I've kind of come to the conclusion that for these, for this drop, like I'm going to do it all myself and then yeah, anything in the future, there needs to be a bit of a rethink of what, you know, the process the is process. because it's just, it really is like it, I'll be doing it for like 10 hours a day and still not get enough orders mm. out, you know? Yeah. Well, you're a one woman show. I am a one woman show. <laughs> so yeah, this past week has just been such like a blur because I've just been quite literally packing and going to the post office like three or four times a day. My posties or my, like the people who work at the post office, they know me well now. I walk in with my two trolleys full of these like pink packages. Everyone's looking at me like, what is this bitch on? (laughs) And I'm like, hey guys, what is this bitch selling? (laughs) But so that's, that's honestly been a lot of Mm. what I've been doing lately. And as much as it doesn't sound like much, it is just so time consuming. Well, it's repetitive. It's so repetitive. Mm. And when I have so much, you know, else to do, like my social media and just, I don't know. like happens having, to be the busiest month of the year. It happens to the yes. Black Friday, everyone knows. Yeah. I feel like everyone said it. If you work on social media, November is definitely the busiest month of the year. So, of course, I've decided to get a puppy and do my biggest <laughs> launch of my business in the same month slash week mm. as the biggest, you know. Yeah. Week. Just a, threw a few little things in there, didn't you? Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, I haven't even been like 
and talking to my friends or family. Well, that's a whole other thing in itself. I know. It? And I kind of just got to the point, like, I think it was two days ago, I messaged yeah. Riley and I was like, I haven't spoken to you in like three or four days. Mm. And it's not okay because I've just been yeah. so like focused on doing it, you know? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I feel yeah. so the low, I mean, I feel like our weeks, I'll get into mine in a minute, but they're not even like it's lows. It's just. Oh, it's just feeling a bit anxious and busy, I Mm. think. And like, I love being busy, but it's just to the point where like, I feel a bit burnt out Mm. and I'm not. Yeah. What's yeah. It's so busy to the the point where it's like, I can't actually prioritize the things that I love to do. Exactly. Like I haven't been to the gym in like four or five days and I hate that because that's something that makes me feel so good. And it's one of my priorities, but it's just, I quite literally haven't had time. But, but we are going to reform a Pilates after this. We are. I'm so excited. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> um, and high, do we have one? Hmm. Harvey yeah. is a high. He's so beautiful and he's growing. I know. In that video, I was just like, I'm, I'm missing out on his childhood. You really are. Like, I feel like literally in the first like week and a half, he has, so, he's grown. Yeah. It's like babies. They grow so quickly. They don't. And honestly, I don't know why this is a high. <laughs> but we, on Monday morning, we took him to the vet. Mm. And everyone was obsessed with him there. And he had to like, get his like vaccinations and like heartworm things. And we like took him in. And everyone was like, he's so perfect. And I was like, I know he is. And he was just so well behaved. And we signed him up for pet care, which is basically like... like like healthcare, but for pets. <laughs> so we take him in and everything's free. We get a discount at Pet Barn. And I was like, this is a community I love to be a part of. <laughs> the dog, the dog mum community. Isn't it so funny? It yes. is really a different world. It is. And I love it. Yeah. I don't think I'm ready for the responsibility, but I love that for you. Do you know what you're going to like? This is where we differ so much. We were even talking about this when we walked in. Like, Riley's not a Christmas person. I'm obsessed with it. It's my favorite time of the year. Mm. And I'm absolutely... So, I saw this on... I can't remember whose story it was. I can't remember. Someone's story on Instagram. They have dog advent calendars at Costco. And it's 12 toys. And it's like massive and you open it up and you you open it up like every second day. Right? It's cool. And so, Harvey and... Only <laughs> we'll be getting a new toy every second day during December. Every second day too, like cute. Exactly. Mm. Can't spoil them too much. Oh no. <laughs> and they're not getting one each, like they're sharing. Well, you know what? <laughs> I I'm I'm gonna get myself an advent calendar. Really? Yep. And I'm <gasps> gonna I I can't I don't wanna push it too much. I could <laughs> invest in some pajamas, but like <gasps> I also, that was my high of the week. This was my, I have a few highs actually. It's been a good week. Like it's been a lot, but it's been good. Yeah. On Saturday, Georgia and I went Christmas pajama shopping. I actually saw on your blog this morning. <laughs> and we bought two sets of matching pajamas from Peter they Alexander. They are stunning. They're stunning. Mm-hmm. And I feel so happy in them. And then I went and stayed with her that night, like spontaneously. Yeah. And I love those moments. They're the best nights too. Yeah. Because we weren't even planning on doing that. And I just kind of texted yeah. her and I was like, you know, like, do you want to hang out? Like, do you want to do this? And she was like, yeah. Went. And then she was like, I think I was like, oh, like, I don't really want to go home. She was like, do you want to stay home? And I was like, yeah, I really do. So then we like watched you, got takeout in our matching pajamas. And I was yeah. like, this is living. Yeah. This is what I would, what I would 
Oh my god, <laughs> we've talked too much this morning. This already. is what I'm gonna do. This You're is excited. What, I'm excited. This is what I want to be doing on my Saturday nights. Is where I was going. Yeah, and how ideal. How I mean, ideal. honestly, so it has been a pretty good week. It's been a good week. Yeah, yeah that was nice. like my highlight. That Saturday, mm. Saturday to Monday was great. Yeah, yeah, the tail end of the week. Yes, nice. Um, how about you? Highs and lows. Oh, I'm gonna start with lows too. Yes. Get the, get the bad out of the way. Get the bad out of the way. So I don't know what it's been this month period-wise, but it has felt like the longest second half of my period. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been. Mm. It's been a completely normal 28-day cycle. But it just feels like the last two weeks have dragged on and on and on and on. It's like the minute I ovulated – oh, sorry, guys. I just stood on the court. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, really, I really lost my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> they probably can. We do record our episodes, so that could make a real, but we'll just see what happens. <laughs> Riley's been so restless this entire time. Yeah, but do you want to know why? Because my back is sore because I got my period today. <laughs> she keeps standing up to like, I don't even know what she's doing, readjusting. <laughs> Every single time you step on the cord. And it like pulls my headphone off my ear and it kind of hurts every time I do it. <laughs> and you look shocked every single time. So you're just like, oh. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> Call me off guard. They're standing on my cord. The oh, goodness. That really tickled my fancy. You know what, though? That's kind of been the week. <laughs> like, imagine a cord that I just keep stepping on, just bringing myself back down to earth and shocking myself with. That's been the week. Oh, um, my tummy hurts. Yeah, I was a good like little ab work. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Just been a, a long two weeks hormonal mm-hmm. um hormonally and I've just been feeling really flat. Yeah. If I'm being honest. Like mm-hmm. super, super down. No real reason. Like there is a reason and I came to that conclusion in a full like light bulb moment the other night. I was saying to Soph the other day, um, like, so when I get in these moods, right, and when I get pretty low and pretty flat and whatever's happening for me, I just don't talk to anyone. Mm. Anyone. Like, don't talk to friends. Don't talk to – just – I literally don't talk to anyone. And it's not a – it's not a good thing. It's yeah, not like a good shut down kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, just fully shut down. And a part of me probably just needed to, like, process whatever it was that I was feeling. And because I am in tune with my cycle, I'm like, no, I know that, like, I naturally feel this way as well, but – there was definitely things like adding on to it. And I think just how hectic this time of year and um, year is rather definitely, you know, takes a toll. Yeah. Um, but Monday night, it must have been, I, I was feeling better, but it was still just lingering. And it's mm. Wednesday now for anyone who's wondering timeline wise. So two nights ago. Yeah, it was just lingering. And I'm like, what is this? Like, yeah. I'm kind of over it, mm. but I'm kind of not. It's still like just there. It's there. Yeah, I this, hate that. This thing. Yeah. And I had my frequency music in, as one does at yes. that time of night, really loud. So I was like fully in my brain. Mm. You know, I wasn't thinking about anything else. And then, yeah, went upstairs, shut the room up, lights are low. I lay on the floor, have a bit of a stretch. Then I just lay with this music in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, just like think for a second. Mm-hmm. And I swear the biggest download just came through and the exact issue that I was having just came to the surface. And I was like, oh like my a God. Light bulb that, moment. Yes. Mm. And I can't explain like how 
instant it was. Like it really just came to me after literally a week or two of just feeling so like underlyingly flat and pretty shitty. Mm -hmm. It just came to me. And it came to me because I just allowed space to think Mm -hmm. and to actually think. Shut off all stimulations, Mm. all free of distraction, everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. By myself. With my music in, so I kind of don't really think. Yeah. Like, I can't probably think. Mm-hmm. And it was just wild, wild. And I journaled, like, straight away. I, like, literally got up smiling. I'm like, oh, where's my I've journal? Got like, I've got it. And it all came to me. And I just, like, wrote probably, like, six, seven pages out. And I just read it back. And I'm like, that's it. Yeah. And I felt so just, like, free and good after that as like well. Lighter. Mm. Mm. And I'm like, Riley, you could have done this two weeks ago. <laughs> But it's sort of when you just keep pushing things down and down and down and it's like, no, I feel fine. It's whatever. It's whatever. Um, And a huge thing with that too is when I was feeling that way, I was consuming myself so much in social media. And I feel like we've been talking about this a lot lately, but especially TikTok and just being super mindless at nights and not really taking the time to do the things that make me feel good. And on the Sunday morning, I was like, that is it. I deleted TikTok. I unfollowed so many accounts um not that any like it wasn't even personal to who Mm. I was following I was like I just need to have a cull and get back to being really basic on my business account hit heaps of accounts as well turned off all my notifications apart from like my client app and oh my god it just does you wonders it does doesn't it yeah so I'm feeling great yeah you're feeling great today I'm feeling great today. I'm awesome. a new woman. And honestly, like I got my period. Thank you so much. Yes. I was just like, I know I'm going to feel so good once it's come and it's come. It's the release, I think. Mm. I think there's some there's some bad juju up in yes. that lining. Some energy <laughs> and then it just releases and you're yeah. like, I feel on top of the world. Oh, I do feel on top of the world. Yeah. I feel great. And honestly, so highs, like I didn't really have any, yeah. to be fair. Um, oh no, on the weekend we went to like a falls near us and that was like so nice. But you know, when you're just feeling a bit flat, nothing really feels like that fun. I was just about to say, I hate being in that state of mind Mm. because you know, you might be having these incredible experiences and like doing really fun things, but your mind, like if your mind's not in the right place, it, you, it's not a high, you're not having a good time. Mm. I hate it. That like underlying feeling of like something's wrong. I'm not Mm. happy. Like, yeah, Yeah, it's. It's shit, but mm-hmm. I think it's also just acknowledging like in those times you can feel so stuck and when it yeah. hangs around for days, you're like, oh. Will I ever feel normal again? Yeah, yeah. and you really question that, but you're never stuck. Um, and yeah, it's just, it was an interesting week, but feeling incredible and you guys will listen to this in a few weeks' time, so know that like I'm past it when like, you hear it this. It is, <laughs> for context, it is the 24th of November Yeah, when we're recording this. So you'll so. probably hear this in December, so I'll be thriving, Yeah, but... That has been my week. But apart from that, business-wise, planning five-day free programs next week. So yes. excited for that. Um, yeah, that'll be relatively done by the time you guys hear this oh, podcast. Yeah, but yeah, still planning for that. So exciting times. Yeah. My birthday's coming up, actually. Oh. I'm getting excited for that because I know that we're all going to be back together feeling less stressed. Yeah. Like mid-December like, is like yeah. a good time. It's when we're all going to be like slowly finishing things up, tying yeah. loose ends up. For the new year. Yeah, which I'm so keen for. Isn't it crazy that the new year is just like going to be here? Yeah. Soon. Like, oh, thinking back to <laughs> Gen 2021, mm. that feels like so long ago, but also like what's happened, but also so much has happened. We need to do like a reflection episode yeah, and recap. also a, like a new year's, not even goals, but just 
A New Year's Intentions chat. for Intentions the year. for the new year. Yeah. yeah. I love those podcasts. Me too. What was I just about to say? Oh, that's right. So before this episode, Soph Podcast Soph, um, we were just talking about this. And it's so crazy with, you know, the new year and how this time of year is so busy because it's almost like we all act like we have no time left. Mm. But New Year's Eve, you're going to wake up the next day in 2022 and have to do the dishes from 2021, right? Like yeah. nothing actually changes. No. Oh, so, it's literally just another day. Yeah, completely. And we're so used to putting so many like time um, constructs on ourselves and mm-hmm. restrictions and like I have to get this done by this date and life will just keep ticking along and yeah. time is literally a human con- like construct. Oh, it doesn't absolutely. actually exist. So no, nothing changes no. from the 20, the 31st of mm. – December to the 1st of January. Yeah. But in our mind, it's fully in our mind. It creates this whole big, it's a yeah. start of a new year. I have to have new goals. I need to tick off things. Like mm. it's a new thing. I have new expectations of what my life has to look like this year. Like it's yeah. crazy what our minds do. Yeah, it is. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think also if this is just your reminder to yeah. anyone right now, if you're listening and you're like, yeah, I've been definitely putting so much pressure on myself or feeling that stress, nothing ends. Yeah. In 2021, apart from the date. Mm-hmm. And you've got time and there's no stress and you'll get it done. And you've got this. You've got this. You've got this. But I guess today we've got some very interesting Ask Us threes. but we wanted to get into the topic of comparison. Yes. We wanted to talk about this. Sorry to interrupt you. That's okay. <laughs> I, take it away. <laughs> I really picked that one, didn't I? Um, we, and I suppose this could be a massive reason for both of us feeling like a bit just mm. off in the past. But comparison is something I feel so passionate about. Oh, yeah. Because it truly is, and you've probably heard this saying a thousand times, but comparison, in my opinion, is truly the thief of joy. Yeah. You could be so happy with mm. yourself and how you're going, your relationship, your business, how much you're earning, your house, everything. Mm. And then you see someone else who, in your eyes, is doing better than you, and you're instantly thinking that you've failed and you're not good enough. Yeah. And that you need to do better and have more mm. goals, which is always, you know, it's a, there's a very fine line between ha- like looking at someone and thinking, oh, like they're doing incredible things. Like mm. it's great to look up to them and have them as an inspiration. And then the other line is where you're going, they are everything. I am not good enough and mm. I need to be like that. And I will not succeed and I will not be successful until I reach where they are. Yeah. Comparison's huge and it literally applies to every area of life. Yeah. And the toll it takes on you mentally and you might not even realize how much you're comparing yourself or, yeah, just your circumstances to other people's, but especially with social media, it obviously plays such a huge role. And, yeah, it's it's not good for your mental health at all. And for me, when I think about, you know, my life and the areas that I compare, business is for sure the biggest area that I would – compare you know against others too and it's crazy because even the other night when I had that huge download and it all sort of came to me I was writing out you know in my journal and going through a few things and it became so apparent to me that I put so much pressure on myself to be so successful at a a young age or Mm -hmm. to have certain things by a certain date or age Mm -hmm. oh which is It's crazy because the people that I'm comparing myself to, and there was three specifically that I was, um, you know, are late 20s to 30s. Yeah. And you're thinking that you need to be that right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's eight to 13 years older than me. And you have that direct comparison. And 
what really, you know, came true to me and felt really true to me in that moment is this is actually only hindering my ability to be a better coach, to run a more successful business or to even progress within you know, business, if that's a huge value of mine. And I actually went through a process yesterday of re-evaluating my core values and get going back through and just getting really clear on where they sit. And, you know, in my mind, I think I had money on a pedestal and I thought money was really high on my radar. And then when I went through my values process, money was my lowest. Mm -hmm. So it was really interesting. And I'm like, okay, cool. So business is high on your radar, but money is your lowest. So what what meaning are you going to give that? And what does that truly mean to you? And I think for me, I value my clients so much. I value the service that I give. I value my own education and I value the value that I give, mm-hmm. but I don't value the money the that money. comes from that. Mm. And I feel like I've been at conflict with that because I've been thinking a lot about money, but that's really just going against everything that I genuinely care about. And that's where I've been feeling really, really stuck. But since having that download, I'm like, great, like let go of any of that fear or whatever that is around money. Cause I yeah. couldn't even explain what it was, mm-hmm. but that's not what I care about. Yeah. And you you're know? putting so much time and thoughts, I suppose, into it. Yeah. Yeah, completely. So it's just been very, very interesting week in you know my own sort of comparison um my journey if you will but that's definitely for me where I feel comparison really comes in in my life yeah and you know it could come in wherever like I know a lot of people and I've definitely done this in the past too comparing your your body to someone else's huge one which is again just so detrimental because you could be looking at your body and actually be like yeah like I actually think I look great and then you see someone on Instagram go oh like she's got this certain amount of comments saying that she's got the ideal body type. So does that mean that is the ideal body type? And then I need to get that and I need to do this. Or it could be in your relationship. You could be so happy in your relationship and you and your partner could, you know, the dynamics you have together are perfect. And then you see someone else's and then you start comparing yourself and then mm. you go, oh, are we supposed to be more like them? You know, are we supposed to be more loving in this aspect? And really, you know, everyone's so different and it's so hard not to compare yourself to mm. other people. And I, I honestly do think that it is just like a human feeling that we feel and it's hard yeah. to like, how do you, how do you not compare yourself? It's natural. Mm. It's kind of like where your mind instantly goes. Yeah, it's so interesting, but I think when you can really sit back and recognize that comparison literally does not serve you. No, not and even it, one bit. Not one bit, and it's never going to help you um, move forward in whatever it is that you are comparing. So if it is, you know, bodies that you're comparing, comparing yourself to someone who is smaller, different genetics, different hair color, whatever that might be for you, that does not automatically change your reality. Mm-hmm. Same with business, same with relationships, same with education, whatever. But if you spend the amount of time and energy you put into comparing into yourself and into that area in which you're comparing, imagine the progress you'd make. Mm -hmm. And that's what I realized too in this download. I was like, okay, interesting. So you're literally using these three women to compare yourself directly to instead of drawing inspiration and actually taking lessons from everything that they are and do. And then applying that to your own business. Mm -hmm. Well, at the end of the day, like comparison will only make you feel better than someone or worse than someone. Mm -hmm. And that's the only reason you do compare. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So what's the point? Yeah. Yep. Completely. You know, if 
I've often heard this too, and this is sort of going into what you said, um, you know, just before about bodies, clients saying, oh, I feel really good, but then I get around my smaller friend mm. and I don't feel like I look good in a dress or I don't feel like I can wear the skirt because they're this and they're that. And in that situation, you're comparing yourself to them and it's making you feel worse. worse yeah. On the flip side, if you're someone who feels that way, you might be around someone who has things that you don't like or has things that, you know, you know they've got an insecurity in it. And then you compare to them thinking, I look so much I'm better. I so much better, yeah. Again, absolutely. feeding your ego and just, yeah, literally feeding into what you want to believe and trying to reinforce the way that you're feeling through comparison, which can be a really toxic thing to do. And I know I've said it before, but if you've got an insecurity, you'll typically look at that in other people and compare. Yeah their legs to your legs if your legs are an insecurity, for example. And again, you're only doing that to reinforce a belief Mm -hmm. and to reinforce, yep, I look way way better than them or no, I I look look way worse worse than them. Yep. Right? It's never a neutral thing. It's always a better Mm. or worse. Totally. And recognizing too that there's literally polarity in everything. So – in your relationship, if you're comparing, you know, one thing to be good, there's going to be bad with that. And that's the same with bodies. It's the same with business. It's the same with anything that you're comparing yourself to. But at its core, understanding and recognizing that comparison will not serve you in any way is probably the most important thing that you can do in order to actually start to progress forward and draw inspiration from that thing rather than having that direct comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really important. Yeah, comparison's a tricky one because it's it's something that yeah, we probably will always experience. Mm. Whether that's, you know, like this person's had a baby and got married and you know, has a husband yeah, and I the don't. timeline. Timelines like it it'll always be, you know, it could be when you're 70 years old and you know, old Jenny down the road has something that you don't have. Like it yeah. will probably always be a thing, so I think learning how to deal with comparison is probably the best way to attack it rather than just kind mm. of going, oh, I, I just won't compare myself to anyone. Because yeah. that's, I mean, in my opinion, I could never, I don't mm. think, just fully not compare myself. So learning how to take yourself out of it when you're feeling those mm. feelings and, you know, like if you find yourself comparing, focus on something that is totally different and then, you know, that you're not focusing on comparison with. Mm. So if you're finding yourself really comparing yourself to this girl because she's just got everything you want, go have a conversation with your dad with your mum go learn a new hobby that you're not comparing that situation to Mm. and then it'll get your mind out of it just like learn techniques yeah that's what I would do anyway yeah a hundred percent and don't don't stew on it you know if you walk into a room and you're like oh my god I'm instantly feeling insecure I'm instantly comparing myself to this person or that my best friend's just told me that she's bought a house like yeah I'm so far off buying a house or whatever it looks like for you Grab a journal and unpack that because it's so interesting to get to the core of why you believe that to be good or bad. Mm -hmm. And from there, you'll actually get to the real reason as to why you're comparing because a lot of the time, it's not really anything to do with the direct comparison and more to do with your beliefs around something. So it's really interesting to note. And also recognizing that, you know, we act in accordance to what we believe is true about ourselves. So if, you know, someone really presses that and it's like, you know, so rocked up today and she looks absolutely stunning and whatever. And I go, oh my God, like Soph looks stunning. Like we're on film together. Like I don't want to be next to her. Like this is just an example. What does that mean about me? Mm. And what does that mean about the way I believe is true for me? 
And, you know, I might have a belief that stems back, you know, a lot of years, maybe from childhood, that I'm always second best to people. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy, whatever that is for you. But there's always more to the conscious thoughts that we have, right? We've got our subconscious. There is there is so many layers to that as well. But recognize too that you're not alone in comparing and you're not weird for having those thoughts. But equally, you don't have to settle for the reality of what those thoughts are, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yep. Shall we get into our Ask Us Threes? Absolutely. And I actually think a few of these Ask Us Threes kind of tie into this. Okay. Which is interesting. And as well as that... Some of these Ask Us Threes are very relationship-based, and I feel like we okay. haven't had that in a little while. No. Which is really interesting. Very intrigued. First question is, hey, girls, I have a question that I'm hoping you could answer in your podcast. So my boyfriend and I have been together for nearly three years, and everything is fine. However, every three months or so, I see something on his phone that will upset me. For example, last night, his Explore page on Instagram was was full of loads of girls in bikinis, etc. He knows this bothers me as I struggle with body image and eating. The other weird thing is that when I get upset about it, he will get even more upset and almost make me sympathize for him. Sorry, it's so long. I hope you girls can help. Thank you and love you. I'm not going to say her name, but from the UK, which I love. (laughs) I love. Okay, this is a tricky one Mm. because I know that like, I've definitely seen on Sam's explore page models and people and like girls in bikinis mm-hmm. and people before. And I was, I've, I remember like, this was probably a couple of years ago now that it bothered me. I was just kind of like, Oh, like why is that coming up? And it's kind of like a running joke back then that yeah, whenever he'd go on Instagram, like the first photo would pop up would be like some girl in a bikini showing her bum on you know? his explore page. Are yeah. we talking? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it did bother me a bit because I not even more so like for me in terms of like comparing myself, but it is a bit like, whoa, is that what you want to be seeing? Like my body doesn't look like that. So yeah, I suppose like it does affect Mm -hmm. me that you love seeing that. And he, at the, you know, he was like, oh, like it's a tough one because, you know, we might follow guys Mm -hmm. and then have like gym bros all over our explore page, but does that bother them? Mm. Is it a bit like a double standard? But also, but is your explore page Jim Bros? No. That's the thing. Yeah. And the other thing though that I I don't know if this is true with the explore page. Like okay. it, it may be, it may not be. But apparently who you follow and what they look at is actually what comes up on your explore page. So oh. it's not, again, again, I may not be right. So okay. I don't want to say that if I'm yes. not. But it's not based on what you look at. It's what it's, it's just like follow. yeah, who you follow and what they look at. Okay, if that makes sense. Yes. So it kind of does make sense because if you think back to back in the day, Instagram when we used to be able to see people who liked photos. Remember yes. that when yeah. you were like such and such liked these photos. It's pretty much based on like you can see who you're following and then who they've liked. Right, you can yes. see that back in the day. So now instead of being like such and such has liked this photo. It's coming up in a literal visual form. So it could be your boyfriend's friends who consume that content. So that's why it's coming up on your boyfriend's post. Yeah, completely. It could also be... kind of makes sense. Yeah. And it could Mm. also be, you know, Instagram algorithm Mm. being like, this is a, I don't even know, let's say 25-year-old male probably likes to see these photos. Here we go. Yeah. Exactly. And is yours fashion? Is mm. yours, you know, it probably feeds into what girls are looking at as well. And I really don't think girls use Instagram as a tool to look at guys. No. 
not as much as perhaps maybe men look at women. So if your, yeah, if your partner has obviously got a lot of male friends and he's following a lot of guys and then they're obviously looking at that kind of content that maybe they're single, maybe they're not, that's their own issue, but it probably is coming up on his feed. You are the only one that really knows if he's actively seeking these accounts, following these accounts, liking girls' photos. I think that's a different thing and that can, yeah, that's like a whole nother can of worms, but if it's on his explore page, it may be out of his control is what I'm trying to say. I definitely, and I think that was the point I was like kind of trying Mm. to say at the beginning. If he's not following these accounts, they're just on the explore page. I think it's completely different. If he's following them and constantly liking them, yeah, it could be a bit of a problem. Yeah. If that's something that comes up for you. But if it's on this explore page, he's just following friends and you and some of your friends. Like, I don't think there's that much of a problem there. Um, Especially, like you said, like you guys have been together for, was it three months? Three years. Three years. Oh, So, you know, you've got an established relationship. If everything's going great and this is just Mm -hmm. the one area that you're a bit iffy on, yeah, like bring up the conversation with him. He'll probably say the exact same thing. Like, oh, I don't follow them. They they just kind of come Mm -hmm. up, you know? Yeah. And I think it's really important too to be super clear on how it makes you feel so he understands that. And you said um, and something that can be, yeah, this is a little bit tricky is him sort of flipping it on you and making you feel bad for bringing it up that is not on gaslighting gaslighting completely mm-hmm. and it's just completely not on no. so that's where you know it's up to you in in regards to how you handle that but you need to be really clear on hi i understand that maybe you know you're not following these girls you're not liking their photos but this makes me feel xyz because xyz mm-hmm. And I just want you to meet me in that and acknowledge my feelings so I feel seen and heard and more secure in myself, um, you know, as a byproduct. And it's not, you know, sometimes with these things, we can come at our partners from this very like, you did this, why are you following these girls? Why is it on your page? Like, Mm -hmm. that's effed, that's this. And we jump straight on the defense. And their response to that is complete shutdown, complete defense, and then they flip it on you. And that can be the outcome, right? And you don't feel seen, you don't feel heard, you don't feel supported, and you probably feel even more insecure in that, you know, in that, um, yeah, in that communication style. So that's where it's, also recognizing, you know, how am I ever actually approaching this conversation in the first place? Am I coming in like, you know, hands on the door, like angry mm-hmm. straight up because he just hears you yelling yeah. and he's going to shut down and he's oh, going absolutely. to get on the defense. But well, if, if it you, was roles reverse too, and he was yeah. like, oh, why do you, why is this always coming up? You'd just be like, oh, like, what the hell? Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Like, no, like you're this, you're that. Like they, it's, it's like human nature to be defensive. Completely. Yeah. And that's where it's just watching your dialogue and that being super self-aware and trying to get your point across as clear as possible so he can meet you in that and actually have that mutual understanding as to why you feel that way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's really important too, but it's definitely not on that he's not, yeah, not meeting you in that, but you do have to look at your own behavior. Do I think him having those photos in his explore page is his fault or something that he's seeking out? Could be, but very much could not be as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I guess that's up to you to sort of unpack and, and understand, yeah. you know, what's happening around that too. I know that, you know, if Sam and I, if I am approaching Sam about some sort of topic that I know could turn into something, mm-hmm. I have found what works the best a hundred times over is going into it. Yeah. Like you said, super neutral, not attacking in any way. Just be like, Hey, like, so, and you know, I've even said things in the past, like, Hey, it's like, I don't want 
this to like upset you. So I'm trying to say it in like the nicest way. This mm. is, this is purely on me. This is how it's making me feel, but I just want to voice it to you because I just, you know, you're my partner and I want you to know yeah. how I'm feeling. And then mm. that instantly sets a tone for the conversation. You yeah. know, you're being vulnerable. You're not attacking. You're just opening up this conversation. So yeah. he will then be like, okay, this is the tone. He'll then come back with you. Maybe, maybe he will be like, oh yeah, like I am following some people and that's probably why I just do it subconsciously or he, you know, it might be a problem or he could be like, oh, honestly, like I don't, I don't even really look at my explore page. It's just mm. there, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, completely. And there's a lot of things with social media that we cannot control. You know, we can't control what we see a lot of the time. They can't control what they see a lot of the time because that is just the algorithm, literally. Mm. If you look at reels, if you look at TikToks, but also if you've got this insecurity in you as well, it's probably worth actually unpacking that a little bit. You know, what about that makes me feel really insecure? What about these photos makes me feel really insecure? Has your partner given you reason other than his explore page to make you feel that way? And it's also worth questioning that side of things because this goes deeper than just an explore page. Yeah. You know, when you feel that way. So I hope that helps, but... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough situation, but yeah, opening the conversation up was always the best. Mm. All right. Our second question is, I'm loving you both and everything you put into the world. (laughs) Of course, I include that. Um, Question for the podcast is the hope that you can help in some small way. I have been seeing Dash sleeping with a guy on and off for nearly three years now. I really like him and he says he feels the same, but because of his busy life, he's a police officer. He can't be with me. I have tried to respect this and just be with him when I can, but he has lied to me and stood me up way too many times. I have tried to ignore him and move on with my life, but he always finds a way to get me talking to him again. And then before you know it, we are back here. I don't understand why he can't let me go if after years he still can't be with me. He always says he knows it isn't fair on me, but at the same time makes me feel guilty and bad if I try to ignore him or call him out on his lies. I have tried talking to him about it millions of times. Should I just delete him once and for all or keep trying in hope timing will work? Mm, Yeah, it's a big no from me it's a huge no from me Mm -hmm. if someone i I don't care what anyone else when anyone says someone could be so busy work could be crazy but they will make time for you if they want you yeah at the end of the day and you know he's a police officer understand that's shift work you know that can be really tough but Plenty of police officers with families. Absolutely. With lives. There's so many and they will make time for Majority. you if they want to. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that you were even saying like he's lied to you, he's, you know, gaslighted you countless times, making you feel guilty yeah. when you try and move on. This guy does not sound like a great guy. Yeah. And for, you know, as long as you kind of go along with this and again, it's sort of that lack of boundaries too, which is not, you know, it's not your fault, but you do need to get to a place and a point where you're like, you know what, enough is enough. Mm -hmm. I need to take responsibility for the outcome of this situation. I need to set some really hard and strong boundaries here. So for one, he knows your worth, Mm -hmm. you know your own worth. And a lot of the time too, I'm just thinking out loud here. When someone in our life is really toxic or has that kind of effect on us, it's often stopping us from actually stepping into a potential relationship or friendships or experiences or opportunities Mm -hmm. that could have arose, but we're stuck in this cycle. 
your heart of, up on this yeah, person of being with this person and and being there but not fully being there and letting that go once and for all for you will probably be the best thing you ever do yeah and if someone has gone three years and has never gotten to a place where they can put you first but equally won't let you go, that's just not good enough. Yeah, and you don't want yourself – you don't want to allow yourself to be walked all over, no. you know. And right now I suppose you're creating that, you know, he can always come back to you when he wants to. It's on his mm-hmm. terms. You know, you've got to hold yourself at a higher standard in this situation and go, you know what, you're you're messing me around. I've It's now been three years. I don't – it's a situationship, isn't mm-hmm. this what they isn't that what they're called? Yeah. It's like when they're not actually a relationship but you're still kind of in a relationship, so you're not opening yourself up to new relationships and possible partners. I think the best thing to do in this situation, from what we know, mm. would be to cut off all ties and be like, look, you are not good for me at all. I need to put myself first. I need to put myself up there up on that pedestal if you need to and be like, I'm so much better. I need better. Mm. I deserve better. Yeah. And this isn't good enough. And, you know, he might try and make you feel guilty, but he has no ground. To stand on. Yeah. No, and you should be the number one person in your life. And if you're putting someone in front of you who doesn't even respect you enough to give you – a little bit of clarity on where they're at and, you know, what a potential future could be. Mm -hmm. It's just not good enough and you don't deserve to be there and he doesn't deserve you. And it's almost at a point now where, like Soph said, he knows that if and when he wants you, he can have you and that needs to shift. So he recognizes that if he's in, he's in and he's in for the long run and he's not just, you know, coming in and out of your life as he pleases. So. Yeah, super important, but I would cut ties, set some really clear boundaries there and just, yeah, stand your ground because you deserve more than that. Oh, yeah, and when you find someone who makes time for you, he might be busy, but he will make the time for you and put in the effort. You'll be like, wow, this yeah. is what I'm This is what I'm missing out on. Yeah, that could have been harsh how we kind of approach that question, but I just think that there's – I just have no time for those people. No. And, and I don't think anyone should. No, and it's just exactly that. It just gets to a point where they're no longer serving you yeah. and they probably haven't for a really long time and you just need to know your worth in that as much as you can because it's, yeah, it's really, really important and you deserve better. Huh. Hundred percent. We're not settling for anything less here. Drink more water. <laughs> we are. <laughs> All right. Final question. So if you can read this. Okay. <clears throat> hey girls. Firstly, I would like. <laughs> I would like. I would like to thank you both for being such a positive inspiration in my life. The podcast and both of your YouTube channels have made me challenge my preconceived notions of lots of things in my life, including the ability to change what I considered unchangeable patterns and habits. Leading on from this, this is my dilemma. I, for a long time, have lived a, in quotation marks, unhealthy life. I work full-time and study full-time. When I'm on my uni holidays, I work 50-hour weeks. I don't prioritize my health. I very rarely, brackets, oh sorry, I very rarely exercise, brackets. I work as a barista and therefore am on my feet all day. And then, and my eating habits aren't great. Whilst I enjoy healthy food, I've suffered from a genetic binge eating disorder from the age of eight. I'm 21 now, and I've never sought help because I'm not sure how to. I'm desperate for some guidance or advice. My life is becoming a detriment because of this, and I'm too ashamed to reach out to friends and family. Thank you. Huge. Huge, yeah. Mm. Okay, first of all, let's unpack this. So... 
take it back a step. Yesterday I actually posted on my Instagram stories and I asked um, the question, are you happy with the way your days play out? And it was really, really interesting, but I'm going to say 90% of you said no. A lot of you said it's because of the nine to five and that constant cycle of I am waiting for the weekend, I'm waiting for better in my life and you don't think you deserve better or you don't know how to have better. And I think that's super, super common, but it's also not good enough, right? You know, you should be able to look at your life at any point and think, okay, if I was to, if this was my last three months on earth, this was my last week on earth, am I satisfied with the ways that my days play out? And if the answer is no, something has to change. So far too often we get to a point where it's the catalyst of something really bad happening because we just let shit slide way too often you know we let feeling drained and fatigued be a normal for us we let shitty relationships be a normal we let working crazy hours being um be normal you know no boundaries all of these different things play a huge impact on us long term and even you know saying that you've suffered this binge eating disorder since you know eight and you're now 21 that's a really long time to be going through something you know over a decade of of going through that kind of suffering is it's horrible and again we almost get to a point where it's like this is my life this is what I expect and I almost don't expect or want anything else for myself but you're obviously at a point now where something needs to shift and you Mm -hmm. can really recognize that but nothing changes if nothing changes and the reason I say that and I know I say that all the time but You have to take that radical responsibility for your life and how it's currently playing out and make a change. And far too often, I mean, I experience this a lot with with clients and, you know, you get to the point where you're almost signed up, you almost want to make that change, but then it's either money or time or excuses come up as to why you can't, but you're the one making that call at that point. And I know this this is super tough love and I know it's coming across that way, but it's so like it's difficult you know your situation but you're never stuck in in one point in your life you know it's not like I have to do this job I can't possibly exercise I I have to stay with these beliefs I have about myself that's not true and you can change the course of your life at any given point you just have to be willing to take that step and invest the time invest the energy invest the money in actually moving past that and making some serious shift in your life so you can live a very quality life you know no one deserves to be living in a life that is completely out of alignment not in alignment with their core values at all and feeling shit every single day you know that's not normal and you don't have to feel that way mm-hmm Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Everything you said, I was just nodding my head too. Cause I was like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also think, you know, you've been experiencing binge eating for so long now. That is not a normal thing to experience. And you firstly are not alone, but you secondly don't need to go through this. Um, and obviously I'm not a professional anyway, but through my own experiences with binge eating and, you know, having a pretty awful relationship with food, binge eating always kind of comes from something there is a reason you know Mm. this is happening whether that's emotional whether that's you are even subconsciously restricting food so it's your body's way of like surviving like getting in as much food as possible yeah but this needs to be addressed because i know firsthand that if binge eating is affecting Mm. your like in your life it affects your life more than anything it affects your friendships your work everything Mm -hmm. so i think that i know you said you are like too scared to 
reach out. But even if it's just, I know what I started doing first up was listening to, it's a podcast, I think it's called like Brain Over Binge. And it's Mm. these two, they're like professionals and they talk about the science behind binge eating and ways to, you know, help. Even if that's what you start out by doing. And then once you feel a bit more confident, maybe try, you know, research online. If there's some sort of like therapist you can talk to or psychologist or then maybe after that, open up to your friends and family and slowly it will become this less, I don't know, this less huge thing in your life. Yeah, 100%. Because you don't need to live with that. No, not at all. And again, like I just think we settle so easily and far too often for feeling less than Mm -hmm. and feeling, you know, not content in our own lives. And and that's just not a nice way to feel. So definitely just take that, take that action, take that responsibility and make a change if and where you can, knowing that you're never stuck in the situation that you're in currently, but it will take, you know, it'll take change and it will be difficult to do so. But like so I've said, you know, something as, as serious as binge eating, you know, you don't have to live that way. And it goes a lot deeper than I binge eat. You know, there may be restriction there, but that restriction is because of something. And, you know, we all operate in a set of beliefs that you know perhaps aren't true to us anymore but their belief developed in our childhood so we still act in accordance to those and it's really important that you do work around that because you don't want to look back at your life and get to 41 and think I wish I did something about that Mm -hmm. and the sad thing is a lot of women um, particularly you know do that and it's a constant cycle for the majority of their lives and You really want to catch it out. You know, you're only 21. You have so much time to change, but change as early and as soon as you can. So you start living a life that brings you so much happiness and so much joy and you actually have more time for you and less time, you know, doing the things that currently are just draining you and, you know, taking from your life. And, you know, money is great. Having a great job is great. But if that job and money doesn't bring you an ounce of happiness, what's the point? Mm Mm-hmm. Life happens for you, not to you. So there's no point in thinking that this is just how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. You can make the changes if you really, really want it. Yeah, 100%. But sending you love. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like absolutely. This is a shit situation to be in, but mm. I I truly believe that you can get through it. Yeah, 100%. And there is light at the end can. of the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. Hope that helped. Yeah. Just, it sucks. It does, but yeah. Yeah, we can't go on about it, but sending you so much love. Keep us updated. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you're not stuck. No, never stuck. But to finish the episode off, yes, <laughs> let's finish it Recommendations. Off. We've got to have at least <gasps> one each. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I have been listening to Taylor's new like album she's brought out. Yeah, I don't get the whole Taylor Swift type. And I don't Me mean that in a way that's – I don't dislike her. Yeah. But no. why is it such a thing? Oh, Riley, you are <laughs> speaking my language right now. That was me a week ago. Because everyone's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, what's this short film? I'm so excited. Because <laughs> I just thought it was like a short film. Yeah, no, there's so much to it. I'm learning so much. But what is it? So, well, basically, Taylor – I watched it, but I didn't get any of it. <laughs> okay, so it, it really, like, relates the the oh, – it's a bit of drama around it, right? Because okay. it relates very much to her when she was younger mm. and dated Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, so the I whole love him, right? But people right now don't. He is like being painted really badly in the situation. 
So that whole video and that whole song is like kind of like a whole story of them and like what happened and like a bit of tea and like the red scarf in the video. Like apparently he's still got a scarf. Like, oh, just so much. I mean, like really consuming it because I'm like, it's weird because I've never like really gotten into it. But recently I have been. (sighs) There's so much though. Because when you now listen to the song, listen to all the lyrics and you were like, there's so much. And like when she... When they're with the friends... I haven't actually watched the video. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just listened to the song. Okay. But when she says certain things like, you know, I get older, but your lovers stay my age. And he's apparently his girlfriend right now or whatever, whoever he's dating. I'm not sure if this is so true. This is like what I've heard is like her age now, but like he's like 10 years older or like something yeah. like that. So like everything connects. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. I'm out here. Didn't even know they dated. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> okay. I only know him from... um spider-man oh my god i do not know him from spider-man i know him from southpaw yeah i still I need know to watch him that from love and other drugs i haven't seen it i know him from is it the boston bombings i don't I know what seen it's it. the actual oh my god <laughs> i've um, seen spider-man <laughs> broke back mountain so no, many i haven't seen any stunning actor yeah, he's never really done much for me, if I'm honest. Wow. But I've only seen him in Spider-Man. <laughs> he reminds me a little bit of... um, And he plays a bad guy. Oh, so help me out here. Who do we love? Oh, we love... Oh, what's his name? Josh Duhamel. Yes. He reminds you of him? Yeah, really? they all do. Ryan Reynolds, him, and Jake. I just put him in the same category. Yeah, okay. Oh, you stunning. know what? I see it. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, T, I'm going to look into that a little bit more. Yeah. I would. It's a bit interesting, but I've just been listening to Taylor wow. Swift again, which I haven't done yeah. since I was about 12. Yeah, mm. that is, yeah. Bit of a throwback. Bit of a throwback. What's your um, recommendation? We need some elevator music. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, I've got it. Okay. Okay, this is an expensive oh, recommendation. Okay. An iMac. Oh, she, she's gone expensive today. But for someone who sits on it yes. eight hours a day, like do not get one if you prefer to just like lay in bed watching Netflix. Yes. But okay. you have to do uni. You know, just keep a laptop. Yes. But it has been a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. I Well, it's better for your neck for start. It is. I think I need a stand-up desk as well. Yeah. I've been setting up he's working lately. It's kind of yeah. great. I know. We'll get on to it. But anyway, yeah. I feel like I'm just talking for the sake of moving my mouth now. I have one more recommendation. Okay. <laughs> Peter Alexander. I knew you were going to say Christmas that. pajamas. <laughs> Please, everyone get on them. Are they expensive though? Yeah. See, I don't I don't buy pajamas full stop. So I'm not going to invest in pajamas that you can wear for four weeks of the year. Look, that is logical. But when <laughs> yeah. it comes to Christmas, all logic goes out the window for me. Oh my God. So I will just... be spending $100. What's the opposite of a Grinch? Like Mrs. Claus? Yeah. Like Santa. <laughs> like you are Santa. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm so like, excited to decorate one more I week. I feel like I'm like an elf. You're not even an elf. I don't even think you've like been to the North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have a Christmas tree. I feel like I've flown over the North Pole. Yeah, maybe once. You like saw it quickly. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, guys. Okay. I hope you guys <laughs> enjoyed today's episode. A bit of a random one, but... Yep. That's us. us. We're probably in December now. So happy December. (gasps) Happy Happy Christmas. Christmas. (laughs) 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 No, but love you guys. Definitely send through your Ask Us 3 still. And we will be back in your ears next week. See ya. Bye.